0: The Bullpen on 102.7 ESPN with Patrick Osborne
1: and Brandon Elkins. Woo! Opinions are welcome at 512-834-1027. Hey, welcome
0: to The Bullpen on this Friday morning, Friday afternoon. You made it, man. You know what? I've worked too many mornings over the years, and I keep thinking we in the morning. It's 1 o'clock in the afternoon.
2: It might, as well, it
0: might as well be one morning. 102 in the afternoon. On one zero two seven, ESPN. Great. That's that's How's that timing work? right there. Uh, I think yeah. we did that on purpose. We are that we are the lucky ones. Patrick Osborne, Brandon Elkins here on the bullpen on this Friday. 512-834-1027 is our phone number. So happy it's Friday. And as you heard, there opinions are always, 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 welcome. always welcome. Give us a call and Please. let us know what you want to talk about. We've got a lot to get to today. A lot to happen over the past day including mm-hmm. the kickoff of the preseason, the Football. NFL preseason, Hall of Fame game, bit of a route last night. If, uh, well, depending on who you ask, I guess it's not a huge route, but nevertheless. Not really a big deal Jacksonville either. Jacksonville Jaguars. Jag- Jaguars. And yeah, you have to forgive me because I, I, I'm still going to struggle in, in calling the Raiders the Las Vegas Raiders. That's okay. Okay. So all of you out there listening, there's a very good chance that I'm going to more often than not call them Oakland. You'll just have to forgive me. I've, it's I've, fair. I've never gotten used to the change. I just have not. Most of my life, growing up as a kid, there were no, there was no pro sports in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and it still doesn't sound right to me. Mm-hmm. The Las Vegas buckle Vegas. up because
2: there's more coming. Oh, I oh, know. Don't you worry. I know, indeed. Especially if LeBron James has something to
0: do with it, <laughs> which is true. Yeah, I know. Uh, so did you watch much of this game?
2: I watched probably six snaps. Oh, that's and it? And then man. I took the dog for a walk, and then I got over it. I don't think you missed a whole lot.
0: I, I there were They had some moments, but uh, definitely the uh, the Raiders have given uh, Coach Josh McDaniels a pretty successful homecoming. Uh, I think
2: he's going to do well with them. I think so, too. That's a good team.
0: I think so, too. Josh Jacobs, uh, rookies Amir White, Austin Walter all ran well on a rain-soaked field. And the Raiders routed Jacksonville 27-11 in the Hall of Fame game last night, spoiling Coach Doug Peterson's first game with the Jags. Mm-hmm. Um, McDaniels said, uh, Josh McDaniels said, uh, it was a unique opportunity. Very grateful that I had it. He says, it's the first time I've been to the Hall of Fame game in 22 years. To have an opportunity to do it uh, with him here, my family, and people who have helped me along the way. It was a special night for everybody. I'm really savoring it. Uh, So good 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 words. Need for him to to be able to do that. Derek Carr, Devontae Adams warmed up. They didn't get a chance to play their first game together, though, since Fresno State. Uh, And they won't. They probably won't
2: at all this preseason. Probably not.
0: There weren't a whole lot of big-name starters uh, last night. Uh, You had, uh, let's see, on Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence. uh, He wore a backwards cap on the sideline. Sitting, uh, well, third-string quarterback, uh, Jake Lutton, started. And uh, let's see. Uh, is so, he a rookie? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, it actually, it started 40 minutes late. The Severe weather had forced everybody to seek shelter, and then things got real nasty on the field after that. It's funny. Which is I, always fun.
2: I've been a part of weather delays in football, and it still weirds me out. Because, you know, in, it's in football. between football and and football americano, soccer, there's, no, there's rarely any weather delays, especially if it's just rain, but I know there was lightning and whatnot. Right. It's just... Still, we- it's 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 funny because you just ex- you always expect football to start on time because weather is usually never a factor.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I could understand the the lightning aspect. I, have you ever seen that video? I, I think it's out of uh, I want to say it might be out of Europe or you know uh, across the pond somewhere. It was a soccer match mm-hmm. and it was raining and a, a bolt of lightning came down and everybody on the field. I think all twenty two guys on the field on the pitch dropped oh man i mean i think some of them were, were injured more than others but i mean it just sent a shockwave that's across scary.
2: everybody didn't a couple people not to get too off topic here but didn't a couple people die just recently from a lightning strike in dc yesterday
0: oh yeah actually i think it were a couple of tourists yeah. they were from like w- wisconsin or wyoming or something like that and got struck in the park and they got struck while and at the park died. yeah yeah that's crazy yeah that's really unfortunate uh, so last night's uh, highlight uh, top, top pick Trayvon Walker uh, committed a roughing the passer penalty on Raiders' Q, uh, backup QB Jar, uh, Jarrett Stidham on the first play of the scrimmage. Uh, Walker first later registered to sack. The highlight of the game, though, didn't count. Uh, Jacksonville's Willie Johnson returned a, an 88-yard punt return for a score in the final play of the third quarter. Holding called back. Refs. Holding's one of the one of the most infuriating calls as a fan for me I mean, to watch football, and especially if it happens against my team, right? Yeah. I mean, or and any team for that matter. You're right. If you run it back 88 yards a punt, I don't care who you are. That's exciting. And if it gets called back because your guys were holding, I'm going to get annoyed by that.
2: Refs should be a little more lenient on the first game of the first preseason of the of the year. I mean, let the kid get his 88-yard touchdown. Yeah. Come on. A little hold. It's preseason. It's going to happen. It's going to keep happening. You'll get your call, ref. You'll get your time in front of the, the camera. Just let the kid have his, his touchdown. You
0: think there are too many flags in football? Yes. I, I think so. Absolutely. Too. There's too so many too. rules. I mean, and, I get it. Player
2: safety. I'm all for player safety. I played football. I get it. I've been hurt because of football. Um so yeah, I get that aspect. But yeah, I mean when I guess because my team for a while was the most penalized team in the league, so I I it felt like every play there was a different flag on the field for something. Yeah. It's just it just gets old and it gets tiresome. in the game, I, I'm I'm all for not shortening games. I like I like watching football. I like watching baseball. It can be on for six hours. I don't care. Right. But when you when you elongate the game with penalties and things like that, it's just it's frustrating and it's not even worth watching. Sometimes.
0: That's interesting. You brought up the the, the player safety because uh, I've uh, been sitting on something for a couple of days now, just about the. You've probably seen them out there on, on the on the fields, these Guardian helmets. The bubble wrap? Yeah, the bubble wrap. <laughs> um, and they look like helmets from the 30s. They're weird. But 30 times bigger. They're really weird. Yeah. Uh, the the, the, the soft-shell padded covering goes on the outside, the regular NFL helmets, developed by Guardian Sports, hence the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually Not can be traced right, back to to these designs, to the, the controversial helmet design of the 1990s, the Pro Cap. I don't even remember the Pro Cap. But uh, really? they, they look very similar, and a lot of people didn't like them. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, in the, the the reaction here has been kind of mixed. But um, basically, the way these work, they're they're basically a brain airbag. Yeah, you know? it looks that's, like it's it what they are. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they absorb the majority of a collision, and they reduce the direct impact on a, pra- a player's brain. And the NFL says the Guardian Caps actually reduce the impact of a collision by at least ten percent when only one guy is wearing them and 20% with both players are. And then they say in the smaller, slower players, like on the high school level, about 30% protection they get. So, okay. you know, I mean, they're, they're getting a little sense. something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're getting a little something there. But uh, right now, it looks like only uh, linemen, linebackers, tight ends are the ones who are required to wear these guardian caps uh, between the start of training camp, uh, contact period, and the second preseason game. So they, 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 there is some speculation that the these... The the time frame in which people are these positions are going to be required to wear these is going to continue to be extended as, as probably they, as they test these out. Uh, but uh, for now, we're not going to see them really in the regular season. Uh, requirement ends at the second preseason game, but a lot of research is emerging about this, and so we'll we'll see where that goes. But reaction really kind of seems to be mostly positive here. I, I, I tracked down a few uh, quotes from just various players and coaches, and I really only found uh, Eagles offensive tackle Lane Johnson's really the only to like him. Mm-hmm. He says, "I think it's goofy. You look at it." Uh, it, you know, it looks like we're wearing bubble wrap. We're making a mockery of it. Hey. He says, "I don't know. They're trying out for a couple of weeks, and then I think we're taking it off. I don't feel too awkward. It just looks stupid." End quote. Who cares how, what it looks like. It's not supposed to look sexy. I agree. Well, and, I mean, yeah,
2: <laughs> it's football. Yeah, it's supposed to protect your brain.
0: And if you got a regular helmet on, nobody can see your face anyway. Exactly. So, you know, but, uh, but other other uh, other reaction here is is pretty positive for, especially among coaches. Um, Let's see, uh, Titans coach Mike Grable. He says, You know, we are from doctors in the league. They present this information. They present all the injuries. And then we try to go out figuring out ways to prevent them to make the players as healthy as possible. And this was part of it. He says, uh, They said the technology has changed. They presented it. And collectively, we all said this is the right thing to do. So he likes it. Um, and you got others like uh, Panthers guard Austin Corbett. He's kind of mixed. You know, he says, We oh, hear him call them mushroom heads, especially in the shadows. They can get, <laughs> get kind of funny looking and sure. exaggerate how big you are. But all in all, uh, the only, the only real – and it wasn't even that negative. It's just, you know, uh, Lane Johnson says they're stupid looking. But that's yeah. that's about the worst I've seen. So he's probably not going anywhere, these, these guarding no, cats.
2: and they're here to help. I, one could maybe argue that you won't be ready for the impact of a hit as much. I was wondering that. With that, but also you're not supposed to get hit where it's protecting you anyway. Yeah. So – but there still could be some argument there that, I mean, I don't even think you're hitting that hard or at all with when, when you're wearing those. But, and I, I mean, I, I guess yeah, it's it's. No, it seems it's to hard to argue against it at No, this it, is, point. it is. It is. like I, I per- Look, yeah, I, who
0: cares how bad it looks? I think they look absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I do. And I they do. do. But he does look like you know Toad from Mario Kart. That's Mario. absolutely what they Speaking look like. Mario, got to seat my socks? You do have those yeah. socks on. Yeah. I thought it was interesting <laughs> I got the same socks. Well, I only have one of them left because, you know, I put it in the washer. And I told
2: you, man, Old Navy, out. they always have a bin of some killer socks. It was a gift from cheap. my wife. Uh, I don't know,
0: maybe a couple of Christmases ago, something like that. It's got an old, old name. I also got these. Uh, she also gave me these socks that same year. It's uh, uh, Chewbacca uh, with uh, he, he, he looks and he's dressed up like Tupac and it says Tupaca. <laughs> okay. It's great. That's awesome. That my, my favorite. Also, I, I want also, you to wear those on Monday, please. Well, I've also lost one of them.
2: Why oh. do you keep? Okay. So wear Batman. those. Wear your one Mario and your one Chewbacca on Monday no and problem. I will be so proud of you. And I'll do the same. I will mismatch. Because I did that in high school, my senior year, I wore mismatching socks every day to prove no point. And oh, I used to do that with, because with argyle socks. It was just something
0: stupid I did because I was a child. Yeah, no. God bless it. Well, I I will. Uh, I'll see what I can do to make that happen for you on Monday. We'll see what I got. I got a, I got a You're whole slew I of. Incredible. You're gonna forget. I'm gonna forget. It'll be fine. Well, probably. <laughs> if we're being honest, we probably yeah. will. Uh, so uh, NFL training camp, exciting time for every team. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. blank slates. A lot of optimism. Yes. Everybody's a contender, right? Even though not really, it's nothing, nothing. That's the record, right? Everybody's tied. Uh, plenty of reports from training camps regarding player performances and other revelations, but some of this buzz not really translating to what we're uh, we're seeing on the field next month. Uh, and no. found a little bit about your uh, your boys, the the Seattle Seahawks, struggling with the uh, their quarterback.
2: Oh, do we have to force people to listen to my Seahawk talk again? Well, I just kind of wanted it. to know, uh, you
0: know, what do you what do you th- <laughs> uh, how how, hard, how much does it hurt your heart to have lost Russell Wilson?
2: Uh I kind of knew it was coming. I didn't think it was going to be this soon. I thought it was going to be next season because that's when his deal is up and he's going to ask for a number that it's not really worth anymore. Right. Um yeah, it's it, it 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 hurts in in the fact that you're not technically a contender anymore. Been used to that for 10 years, but you know, before that I was used to losing constantly with this team. Yeah, so Yeah. I'm 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 hardened. By the fact that I'm used to losing as a Seattle fan yeah, in general, just in general, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, of course it hurts, you know. I, and he was such a big part of the community too. And he, but he's still, dude, owns, yeah. he's still a part owner of the Sounders. Sounders, he's still a part owner, owner, or uh, he's a partner in a group trying to bring the Sonics back to Seattle. So which he's would be still, phenomenal. Yeah. So he's still involved in the community. I don't hate the guy. He's doing what now he what wants. He's got to do to. For his career, it ain't my career. I'm just not gonna root for him anymore.
0: Right. So they traded Russell Wilson away, and they've been looking for a new signal caller. first time in like a decade they've had to do this, mm-hmm. and not really going too well for him. Not no, really going really, so well for the Seahawks right now, which also
2: kind of intrigues me because maybe the defense really is that good. Could be, yeah, it could be, or they are just not that good. The <laughs> quarterbacks. Well, there's always that,
0: yeah. Uh, but the, the Seahawks, I mean, they didn't draft themselves, you know, rookie or bring any veterans. No, you now that'll probably be next year. There wasn't
2: really much of value this year because you, I've, I've, I've heard or read that the uh, the top tier quarterbacks taken in this draft have not fared very well either. No, so. wow.
0: Well. Looks like they're going to be uh, relying on uh, Geno Smith and Drew Lock. If it, for if now. if we have to have
2: one refresh year, I'll take it because they are, they're already pretty stacked on defense, so that's not really a priority. The priority is obviously quarterback. So let's see how this year goes. Get to the draft, or maybe maybe a trade, maybe free agency. Who the hell knows?
0: Rebuilding year for the Seahawks is what you're singing. It's
2: yeah, I would assume so. You know, I've heard from a former player recently that. Uh, he kind of believes in this team. I don't. I don't know if I believe in his optimism, but I'll, I'm still
0: going to watch. I'm still going to root for him. That's because I'm a fan. Damn it. Well, I think you should. I think you should. I mean, that's that's what's part of. I mean, yeah. You don't want to be fair weather, right? Yeah. Well, we got a whole lot more coming your way on this Friday morning here on the bullpen. Uh, that includes uh, coming up next. We'll have a little bit of uh, Texas Longhorn football camp. Uh, we'll talk there on, on how all that is going down, and. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it looks like uh, Sark, Coach Sark, setting the bar as high as as, as possible, getting ready for this upcoming season. Hook them. That and more coming up. 512-834-1027 is the number. Patrick Osborne, Brandon Elkins, you're on the bullpen. This is the bullpen with Patrick and Brandon on 1027 ESPN. That is right. Is it the bullpen? We are. You're Brandon Elkins. You are in the bullpen with us. 512-834-1027 is the phone number here on the bullpen. Talking about football this morning. NFL. And now. Bullpen. Are we still calling it morning? Did I say morning again? You keep saying morning. That's okay. I told just... you I was going to keep doing that. <laughs> now, there's, really... there's just no way around it. 16 years I've been a morning radio guy. That yeah. I, I typically don't make it into the afternoon without a nap. So. My, Thanks for joining my us. My apologies. I just need a little <laughs> more coffee. Uh, before we're into the break, mention mentioned a little Longhorn football as the uh, team has kicked off preseason camp. Coach Sark and the Longhorns both setting a bar pretty high as uh, Sarkisian getting ready for the upcoming football season. He says, uh, quote, as you guys get an opportunity to get around our players, I think you'll feel that, what a difference a year makes of just uh, where we're from at, uh, at a, a team perspective. Oh, so yeah. he, he's feeling pretty confident. Um, he says, uh, "There's this whole adage of uh, be where your feet are, and we're not in that other conference yet. We're in the Big Twelve, and our job this season go try to win the Big Twelve championship." I don't
2: Which, know. Honestly, I was I had high expectations for them. I kind of expected them to be better than five and seven last year. I know they had a ton of injuries, but
0: everybody. I mean, I think everybody expects the Longhorns to be better than five and seven on sure. any given sure. season, That's no matter right. what season it may be. And, I, I, you know, I threw out a ridiculously high number earlier this week. I, I was mostly just messing around 10-2. I, really yeah, yeah. I really don't think that's going to happen. I was mostly just trying to hang with our caller there. Now he backtracks. Oh, I, yeah, no, that's, what, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. I made a fool of myself on that one. No, but I really do. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised maybe this year. I wouldn't be surprised if they won 10 that. games,
2: it would be crazy, but it wouldn't shock me no? because there is talent on this team.
0: Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. No doubt there's talent can, on the if team. If they
2: can even overachieve a little bit. They could probably win eight, eight or nine games.
0: I mean, uh, and certainly a Big 12 title would be great yeah. for Coach Stark, second year there at UT. Most likely their last year at uh, the Big 12. He's got a big issue, though, 35 brand-new faces, 85 scholarship athletes, counting freshmen and transfers. Um, of course, one of those, five-star transfer, Quinn Ewers. Yes, sir. He's going to continue to compete the with money Card. The uh, but there are also some big names, you know, uh, top-rated recruit coming to Austin, football royalty, Arch Manning. Yeah, It's another big name. I mean, just the name Manning in general is That's always going to be exciting, carry some you, weight with it. You also, just never know. You don't want to be in the Manning shadow. though. I, I wouldn't. I, I'd, I'd probably change my name. Like, uh, like No, nah, yeah. man, bring it on. Yeah, well. Uh, yeah. Bring it on. It's whatever it takes. <laughs> uh, but uh, it looks like uh, Coach Stark he's headed that the quarterback decision might come a little bit sooner than last year's did. It better. Not just giving really indication that when that might happen. We already though. know. What, we do? So yeah, who probably. do you think?
2: I, do you like gotta, Card? I, no, Hudson I, it's got to be Quinn. You think Quinn? Huh? I think
0: Quinn yours is going to get in. All right. Well, well, we may find out a little bit sooner than we did last year. Um, uh, but he's not given any indication at, at this point which way he's uh, leaning. He says, I mean, both these guys have been doing a great job. In fact, he's he's pretty impressed with, uh, with, with everything he's seeing right now. Uh, as we all know, though, it's extremely hot out there. And as they're getting into camp, Uh, Here's what Coach Shark had to say about heat and whether or not it's a factor.
1: We keep a very close eye on the guys. You know, we talked about it yesterday. Player safety is first and foremost, right? That's got to be paramount. And so, you know, monitoring, you know, obviously any health issues, asthma, sickle cell, things of that nature. Monitoring hydration. Clearly we monitor, you know, the amount our guys run with our catapult. So we, we have a pretty good pace and pulse of kind of what's happening for the team. And kind of go from there. But it, like I said yesterday at the end of the day, it's kind of like we need to monitor them and we need to work them into it. But we also recognize, you know, in 30 days, it is what it is. We got to play and it's probably going to be hotter because we'll be in the stadium and the turf is, is it's just that much warmer.
0: And of course, John Robinson's also got something to say about this heat. Yeah, yeah, man, it's, it's hot outside. I'm kind of used to it because I'm from Arizona, so, you know, we're practicing this heat, but it, it, it's kind of like you just don't get used to it because it's just always just pounding on you every second you're out here. But, you know, it's just really a mental mental focus thing. Um, I like how we're practicing on the heat, and then we'll go to the bubble because, you know, we, we still need that feel of how hot it is outside for the game. So can't really do nothing about it. You know, Coach Stark always says, like, we can't turn the temperature down. We can't ask God to turn the temperature down. So, you know, I just like how we're, we're out there just competing. Turn the temperature down, please. You mean... God. Like the sun? Yes. Yeah, wouldn't mind that. Uh, Just a little bit. Wouldn't mind. That's been my whole life here in Texas, and I've never gotten used to the heat. Like, ever. I've only been here five years. Although uh, there's... I love the heat, but... On record, they say this is the hottest summer of the year, although I've certainly felt much hotter.
2: July was the the hottest on record since
0: records were being kept. Right, right. So... (laughs) <laughs> Obviously, you know, playing in pads in this kind of heat, it's going to be hot. But right yeah. now, first couple of non-padded practices. And here's what Coach Stark's going to be
1: looking for. You know, you start to try to apply the fundamentals and te- techniques that we were able to work on in the summer. You know, whether it's O-line, D-line, DBs, receivers, quarterbacks. You try to go back to here's day one installation and then who can retain that installation and then go apply it through drills and then and then ultimately in the team settings. And, and you... Try to find out who has that level of consistency, you know, to do right over and over and over and over again, especially when fatigue gets in, it's hot, you're tired, you may have cramped, you're back in, can you refocus? Those are all the types of things we're looking for. So
0: that's what Coach Sark is looking for, uh, and uh, back to Robinson again, uh, in, you know, kind of what he's looking for, and, and whether or not he feels like maybe he's going to be a Heisman favorite this year. You know, I don't, I don't really think about stuff like that. You know, I really put that stuff in God's hands, but you know, if, if that's God's plan for me, then I'm all for it. But you know, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work extremely hard to, to get my team to a level of winning, and you know, all the awards and everything come with that off of a team success. So that's my opinion on on, on the Heisman award and and all the other awards that will come with it for this yeah, team. So- what You'd do love you to think? hear that. I mean, what do you think? You, you think he's a Heisman Heisman favorite? Hell yeah. If I he do too. He stays healthy. Absolutely. He
2: can break out at any point, Absolutely. And I've seen him do it, and it looks too easy for him. Absolutely. He he. he Plays like he drives his Lamborghini. My goodness, that was so bad. I was so bad. Was so bad. I tried. I really tried to make that work. Oh, you know, fair
0: enough. <laughs> A, 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 A forever. But A, you get it. I do. I do. <laughs> I think so too. I think he. I mean, certainly, if if he he's absolutely got to be in the conversation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, what do you think?
2: I think he should be. He, he's probably in the conversation for Player of the Year. Either in the NCAA or in the Big Twelve, certainly can make that argument. Absolutely,
0: 100%. give us a call. Let us know what you think about that. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven. What do you see? Uh, how do, where do you see Bijan uh, Robinson ending this season in, in the Heisman race? I absolutely. If he flying down Lamar, I, I think yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll, get, I'll make it work.
0: <laughs> so. Have you seen this car you're talking about? No, I haven't. You just heard about it? Yeah, yeah. It, I, which is
2: funny because I live by the Lambo Lambo dealership, so you'd think I'd see any Lambos driving
0: around there, but I really don't. I really wasn't aware there was a Lambo dealership here. Yeah, it's on South Lamar, North Lamar. Huh? It's uh, after uh, 38th. <laughs> All right. Well, then I just don't make it to. I don't make it out enough. That's okay. Which is not, you know. That's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. What do you. Do you I stay out of trouble. Yeah. Married man. Good for you. Work. Happy. Crazy for you. hours. So happy yeah. for you. Also live a very boring life. Obviously, you and me both, man. (laughs) You and me both, and that's okay. I'm tired. (laughs) So uh, yeah, I mean, but uh, lots of I think there's I think there should be plenty of optimism about this Longhorn season. Yeah, no, there are they gonna are they gonna go undefeated? Absolutely not. Are they gonna win? Not are are they not gonna win as much as you want? Very likely.
2: Realistically, you would you would hope and think a seven or eight win season is is in the cards. And maybe with Hudson Card, huh? Anyway, you got to think uh, though. But nine, ten wins is not out of the question if these guys are playing up to the talent that they have. That they are right, because that's a that's a really good team on paper. And what do and you on think paper about paper is one thing, doing it is another. Sure. Staying healthy, and this heat is
0: tough. So, what do you think about the defense, Longhorn defense? How do you like them when it went up against the offense?
2: I hope the offense uh, gives them enough practice. I hope the offense is good enough to make the defense kind of step up a little bit more. Cause run up the score for them a little was, bit. That Just that was, give them a little padding. It was rough. Give it them a little rough. guardian but cap they on the have, score. Again, they have the right coaches in place to get these guys to play to their ability. I believe that, and I think they'll be. I would. I would hope they're better than last year.
0: Well, Coach Shark, uh, you know he he has said that that he's wanted to be get more involved in this defense, and uh, it looks like uh, that that may very well be exactly what he's going to be doing this year.
1: I try to be just more engaged in in, in defensive meetings, and not to slight from an offensive perspective, but you know we we adjusted a little bit of our schedule. You know, for example, this morning the defense lifted first, the offense met, and then the defense came and met, and the offense went and lifted, and that gave me an opportunity to go to both sides of the ball's meetings to be in there for the unit meetings and then go to specific position groups. I just want more of a presence. And I I spoke to the defense last night about that, that you know, I want them to feel my presence and the style of play that that I would like for us to play defensively. And I think they need to hear that from me, along with PK and Choate and T-Joe and Bo and Blake and that whole crew. But I can't just say to the staff, I need to be involved with those guys and be able to coach them when we're on the field as well.
0: So UT scoring defense ranked 99th of 130 FBS teams, right? Damn, and uh, you gotta
2: think they they'll be better than that. Well, I, I'm I'm that's thinking that's just the, atrocious. I
0: mean, Pete Kwiatkowski thinks they are. Yeah, he, he says we're definitely in a better place as far as us trusting the guys, guys feeling better about us trusting us. He says the communication uh, there's there's not that communication barrier that there once was. He says I think everybody's in a better headspace as far as what the expectations are.
2: Don't forget they got their secret weapon. Who's His that? GP Gary Patterson. That's right. He's he's there consulting. I believe is his. I don't know his exact role, but I, yeah, that, he's, he's helping with the defense.
0: Yeah, and and uh, I mean, and yeah, Quick doesn't says, hurt at all. Yeah, he, and Kukowski says him being there. I mean, he says it's a it's a resource to everybody, all coaches. And uh, he's he's very glad that he's around there. So there's a lot of optimism there. I love it. Uh, we we'll, we'll you know we'll we'll see. But I I definitely think the Longhorns are going to have a stronger offense and defense in the, this year. You, you would know?
2: hope. Yeah, you would hope. Yeah, it was it was rough last year, but again, injuries are always a big factor. So you just you just never know.
0: Right now, speaking of the Longhorns and uh, some of the uh, prospects. This is the day that uh, one of the one of the top targets for the Longhorns is going to make a decision. Darian Gillette, Ooh. set to make a big decision at three o'clock this afternoon. He's a linebacker. He's a Marlin native here in Texas. Uh, he actually for for where's Mar- that? It's uh, kind of out in the Waco area, okay. that general area. Oh, okay. Uh, he played wide receiver and linebacker for for the for Marlin High School. Um, Maybe the Cowboys should sign him. Uh, he's set to choose. He's got uh, three choices here: Texas, Texas A and M. Uh oh. Ohio State. Oh boy. Uh let's let's hope he does not go to Iowa State. <laughs> <laughs> uh but you know I mean this is a, this is a big deal. I mean it's it very there's a lot of there's a lot riding on his commitment here and and there's a lot of hope and praying that he's going to settle on Texas. He's the type of player that really that that, that the the Longhorn defense absolutely needs a yeah. linebacker of his caliber. Definitely. Um he's uh a&M, though. I, I, I think A&M is, is really it's going to come down to UT or A&M. Uh, Aggies have made a real strong pitch for them uh, in regards to career and academics over the past weekend. I'm assuming Marlin is also close to Aggieland, closer than we are. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think a little closer over to the O'Brien College Station. Um, he left. He, he left. Visit uh, the visit using the Aggies' talking points, like forty-year decision, among other things. Clearly, you know the, the message there what is really resonating. I don't know some you know, Aggies. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what they do oh, over boy. there? But uh, but uh, really, it seems like the message that they sent to him is resonating with him. And as for Texas, he's got a pretty strong relationship. You know what with know that means Texas to me, coaches? Cha-ching! Absolutely, it does. <laughs> Absolutely. But he has. He's got a strong relationship with Texas coaches and the Longhorns' twenty twenty three recruiting class. And academically, Mm -hmm. UT can more than hold its own in this competition. Oh, I mean, it's not like UT is a bum school. UT is a great school. Great school. My mother went there, so it's a fantastic school. Nice. My girlfriend went there. Did she? Yeah. So it's an even better school. It's great. Uh, But, but, you know, the relationship factor may be the deciding factor that wins out uh, for Steve Sarkeesian. You got it, man. And and company as well. Sorry. By this time of day, day, my my tongue Don't be down on yourself. You nailed it. I did. That and Kwikowski. I got them both. How about that? Absolutely. Congratulations. Pat myself on the back. So, <laughs> 3 o'clock this afternoon. That's where we'll have, we'll have a, a better idea of whether or not uh, uh, Darian Gillette's going to make a choice. But, like I said, it probably is going to come down to either UT or AM. Ohio State, I think, is a distant third here. Yeah. So I would hope so. You know, but, a uh, lot of excitement for him. And we were just talking Whoever about. Whoever can pay him the most. <laughs> and we were just talking about the, the <laughs> needs of the Longhorn defense. And he would certainly fill. Uh, that that Absolutely. linebacker need on the yeah. outside there, so uh, definitely, definitely, definitely something to keep your eyes peeled on today. Uh, as as we'll Stay at the edge, happened. you see, you got an hour and a half. Also uh, ran into something here. You know, we were talking earlier about Bijan Robinson, and uh, apparently he's back. Uh, he's found his voice, his trash talking voice. Oh. Uh, this is according to a report in Inside Texas. He says it's all fun. They know my intentions. I'm going to get gonna get in their butt a little bit, even on the offense. I get Jay Witt, X, all of them. They already know they're all really talented. You know Isaiah. But I still, when they all drop a ball, I'm the first one on them every single time. Even if the defense drops a pick or something, I'm in their faces. Just because, you know, I feel like when I do it with them, we're competing anyway. So... That's your leader right there. Bijan's got He's yeah. your
2: leader yeah. of the Texas Longhorns,
0: Heisman favorite, leader of the Longhorns, and uh, and more. I see a bright future for that young man. Absolutely. Please stay healthy. God. One can hope. Uh. One can hope. You know, since we're talking college football, here's another thing that I pulled days ago, and I've just been kind of sitting on. It's kind of a lengthy report I found out of ESPN. Uh Team of reporters. We love ESPN. We do love ESPN. Yes, 1027 102.7 ESPN. Yes, sir. The bullpen. Yes, sir. Five one two. That's us. Eight three four one zero two seven is the phone number here. Tell us. Uh, team of ESPN reporters, including uh, Bill, Conno- uh, Bill Connolly, Heather Denich, and others, uh, they've kind of done up their own little uh, quote-unquote reimagining mm-hmm. of the college football calendar. Awesome. And I wanted to get your take on what you think about. One, one, one thing in particular stands out to me that I don't like at all. Okay. But I'll read their justification for it after this. What do you think about bowl season before the regular season starts? That sounds like they're trying to be too much
2: like basketball. Yeah. And or, it doesn't really make sense. Or
0: English Premier League soccer or when something you, like that. Bowl
2: games have always been postseason games. And, they, you know, call don't call it a bowl game. Call it a tournament. I know that's essentially the same thing, but the lingo kind of is more towards postseason games for bowls than... Beginning of the year, I don't
0: know. <laughs> it's weird, I don't, right? don't get it. I mean, well, and, What's and the, the point? There's also the whole the the tradition, the the you know the late fall, the cold, yeah. the the you know the the late December and the New Year's bowl games. Mm-hmm. And I know that, that that things change in the world of sports, professional and collegiate, all the time. Especially in this era, I think we're seeing all kinds of things changing. Maybe I'm just too old fashioned, but for that reason alone. I don't want to see this happen. I would Not ra- to mention all the logistical reasons yeah. I don't want to see this happen.
2: I would rather they just say this game's is, is UT versus Oklahoma sponsored by Capital One. Just call it that. Don't call it a bowl game. That doesn't make any sense. Instead if you of calling want to make a Capital One bowl it, if you want to make it a if you want to make money, extra money on these kids by by pretending it's a bowl game. Just say it's a game yeah. sponsored by this this company. Yeah, whatever. that's fair enough. I, I it it doesn't make sense to call it a bowl game. It just that just I don't know. To me, that doesn't that doesn't make any
0: sense. So they say July twenty first through mid August fall camps. Third Saturday in August through Labor Day bowl season. That's that's how they want to reimagine this. These so ESPN. So are they
2: taking away the
0: postseason bowl no. game? Well, okay. actually, they
2: or are they lessening
0: it? I think they're just shifting it. Uh, it's, it's weird, but they say they say they call bowl games. Say, you know, let's face it, bowl games are anachronisms—a system based on traditions from a century ago that rarely function well for modern purposes. Bowl games are all about. Bravo, Sierra! Bravo, yeah, Sierra! It's all about the money, absolutely. Uh, but you know, they they say they they're, they think that this is a good idea. Another thing that they want to throw out there is the idea of the regular season, weeks two through eleven, uh, September through mid-November, weeks two through eleven, with a second open date. Uh, September 1st through November 27th, active dates for recruiting. You got Week 12 Bracket Buster Weekend for the non-Power Five. Week 13 Rivalry Week. What? Week 14 Championship Weekend. But everybody plays, and then Week 15 Army Navy. I don't. Like, what do you guys do with that's
2: confusing?
0: Yeah, I don't like why? why would you even put something that? together like
2: this? That doesn't make any sense at all.
0: I am glad I'm not the only one who thought that. Yeah. I, I'm sitting here reading it. I'm going, okay. Do I am I just stupid? Like, do I not get this? But I'm glad. I,
2: I, I are we just stupid? It's Do flying get around this? in my brain. I can't comprehend anything that you just said.
0: It, and like none of it makes what, sense.
2: What does is, what is rival, rivalry week mean? Or, or I, well, what all is, right, uh, I, I, no, I get that. What what Would you say recruit week?
0: Yeah, recruit week. Uh, let, let's see. Where did I find this? Is that just where you play against your most hated recruit? All right, I'll go team? through this. I'll go this again. All right. So as as this this reimagined calendar, as they're looking September through mid November weeks two through eleven with a second open date, and then they've got September first through November twenty second or 27th rather are the active dates for recruiting. Okay. And then week 12 bracket buster weekend for the non-power five. What does that mean? Uh, Do they explain that? No, no, they they don't. They don't go okay. with, uh, really elaborate much on that at all. Gotcha. Uh then thir- 13 rivalry week which hadn't that historically been the last week of the regular season?
2: Uh lately it's been the second to the last. The second week. to last. Yeah, it's okay. usually the
0: last week for most
2: but uh Pac-Pac 12, you know, love to change things up uh made sure it's always the uh Monday or f- no it was always the Friday after Thanksgiving
0: okay. for our rivalry game. One of my one of my favorite I mean that was always one of my favorite times of the year long yeah. time you know years ago back when UT and A&M would play each other every year. Yeah. I mean I miss those guys. It, it's, I really it's, do.
2: They're, it's going to happen
0: again. Oh, it will. Yeah, it will. They just
2: need to change conferences.
0: But then, week fifteen, Army Navy game, and I don't want you throw that. At I head. love that. I do. Yeah, I always will love that. Army Navy game. Is a great game, but I don't. I don't. Do enough people care about it to, to Yeah, add, I think so. Add this as a reimagined part of the regular I, season.
2: I just think that was just the standard you put in there because it's oh, it's usually the last game of the year. Okay. So all right, that's just. I think they just had to put that in there. as just because that's how it is.
0: And then they've got a whole lot more ideas for playoffs and recruiting and award season. This is a, like a, almost a novel. It's so long. but People can put anything on paper. It doesn't have to make sense But anymore. what really stu- stood out to me was just this proposal of, hey, let's play bowl games in, when it's
2: no. August. That's a, that's a basketball thing. The, it, tur- the yeah. preseason tournaments, those are fun. Yeah. That makes more sense because it's not destroying your body as much as football does. Right. So it makes more sense to play more games. Right. Not football. Especially college kids. Right.
0: Um. Well, speaking of uh, basketball, uh, you heard that uh, we, as we talked yesterday, Brittany Griner is uh, facing a, a nine-year sentence there in uh, Russia. In Russia, yep. And uh, the United States is is uh, very very much uh, opposed to this, and you've got a whole lot of uh, U.S. officials who are speaking out against this, and more, uh, including the U.S. Secretary of State. More from Joe Biden, and we're getting some reaction from uh, some Russian officials on this as well. Okay. They're they're more and more interested in a prisoner swap now that they've gotten themselves a conviction of WNBA star Brittany That's what they
2: wanted the whole time.
0: We'll tell you more about that coming up. 512-834-1027 is the phone number. I'm Patrick Osborne. He's Brandon Elkins. And this is the Bullpen. A bullpen with Patrick and Brandon
2: on 1027 ESPN. Maybe a muffin. Maybe bring a muffin with you. Is that what you want to do? Yeah. You bring a muffin? That's what I do. All right, cool. H-E-B has great muffins. Well, I definitely got to do something, you know. Actually, I'd like to throw something out there. I love HEB, H-E-B is great. It's been so good to me. Uh, they used to have the double chocolate muffin, chocolate chip muffins in the uh, pastry section. And lately, it's only just been chocolate chip muffins, and I know pretentious Brandon is talking right now, but I miss the double chocolate. I wish they would bring that back. Yeah. I miss that. The double chocolate muffins. They're really good in the morning. They rival the chocolate chip muffins from Costco, if you know what I'm talking about.
0: uh, I don't. The double
2: chocolate chunk. I don't,
0: but I'll I'll tell you this. It sounds like it's a heartier, healthier, well, I am a healthier, a heartier meal than I, you know, I usually stop at 7-Eleven on my way to to, to work at 3 in the morning. And I get like a little five pack of their chocolate d- 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 ice donuts, you know, like oh yeah, which are really good. The Hostess but, uh, ones, yeah, they're like the oh, Hostess except 7-Eleven brand.
2: Are they yeah. still yellow inside? Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, they're, they're straight, straight white. <laughs> they were,
0: they were like that.
2: They I think the Hostess ones still be we we yellow. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so this is the bullpen. I'm Patrick Osborne. He is Brandon Elkins. 512-834-102. Like That's, right. That's right. Well, you know, life goes on. Uh, 512-834-1027 is our phone number. And we got Tim calling Whoa. in from Round Rock today. What up, Tim? How you doing, Tim? Welcome to the bullpen.
3: Man, thank you guys for taking my call. I'm doing great. Thank God it's Friday. Yes, it's indeed. Oh, yeah. Man, let me tell you. But let me tell you, my week's forgetting now that this station is in town. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. It's so cool. Listen to the morning show. You guys, this is the first time I'm being able to hear you because I'm leaving work early today.
2: Hell yeah, of that too. To
3: Paul Feinbaum in the afternoon, Ed and Vito coming in, kicking yes, it sir. in the evening, dude. It's just, it's, an amazing thing, and I'm glad you guys are here. Um,
0: Tim, you gave me goosebumps. We're glad you're here, Tim. Now, yeah, I, absolutely, I really appreciate. It. So, what do you think? You know, you got any opinions? We were talking before we went to the break. We we're talking a lot about uh, some Longhorn football. You, you, uh, you follow much Longhorns?
2: Man, you do.
3: You don't want to know me. Here, here's the deal. I will call this show every Monday during college football season to represent my school, Uh-oh. and what, it's not UT. What's your, what's your just, school? Just take away the T.
0: What? Oh, just, what You? You? The U, baby. The U. Oh, the U. I'm you. a
3: Miami Hurricane fan. Oh, I got gotcha,
0: you. I got gotcha. you. So oh,
3: I want okay. to let you know. Hey, I, just just going to put it out there. From 1 to 10, based on without even coaching a game, how good has Mario Cristobal done so far, man? Come on. He, he, he's, he's just killing it.
2: Uh, I'm an I'm a Oregon hater for life, so Mario <laughs> and I don't get along.
3: Ah, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I like the ducks. I ain't got no problem with it. And anybody who can get a Nike swoosh and fill a night, donate those kinds of cabbage to that.
2: I mean, yeah, they know. look cool. Yeah, I mean, I'll give them that. Yeah, they do. Hard to argue with that. are dope. Hard to argue with people that.
3: people don't like
2: them. I love it. Well, I'm That's a Husky, so I'm, I, I was raised to hate them.
3: I'm going to answer your question. though. UT. I'm unbiased. I've lived here all my life. The uh, you know the entitlement. The, we're the greatest team ever. It's, it's a <laughs> bit much. Um, they ran Matt Brown and his wife out of town. That was oh, sad. Uh, but you know what? As far as I want to see it on the field. I thought they were going to do a little better than they did last year, but the reality is, hey, first year coach, all this stuff.
0: Right. Yep. They
3: lost some guys, and uh, we'll, uh, you know, to the best of my knowledge, I've been hearing things about Arch. Yep. You know, yeah. he went to five stars, to four, and I heard, I heard someone say that if his last name wasn't Manning, he might be a three. Uh-oh. So take, take from that what you want.
0: Well, you know, I said I mentioned something earlier today about about that legacy name and how it's a it's a big shadow to be casting over a young kid like that. So yes, sir.
3: Especially know. here. Yep. I mean, think about it. Uh,
0: Pressure's you know,
3: on. I, I might be reflecting my age here, but there was a Sports Illustrated magazine with Chris Sims on the cover holding three Heisman trophies, and oh, boy. his career was a complete bust.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So
3: you can't look, man. I mean, I'm gonna. I, I'm not gonna judge the book by its cover. No sure. dis, you know, no disrespect to the Thirty for Thirty documentary, but uh, hey man, look. As a high school quarterback, he looks amazing. But you're 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 all as a quarterback at any level of football, you're only as good as your O line. Absolutely,
2: so amen to that.
3: Guys, yeah, maybe he had some guys that were just blocking their you know what's off and making him look good. But I'm not going to take anything away from someone who I haven't seen throw or hand the ball off at D one. This ain't high school anymore. This ain't C World. Yep. It's time to it's time to kill it.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, I, I
3: think they got a good coach though, and well, he definitely knows how to coach quarterbacks. We'll yeah. see.
0: And he'll be taking a bigger role in the defense this this year as well. So well, and you know
3: they got Bijan man, and that's that's the X factor right there. And that, I think yep.
0: I like Bijan cool. for the for the Heisman this year one. for sure. Absolutely. I mean,
3: give him the ball, put him in space. Mm-hmm. He's showing what he can do.
0: Yeah. Why not? Nasty he knows weapon it too. to have. Yeah. Well, Tim, we but, really uh, appreciate. That... Oh, hey, one more question. Yep. yep.
3: You're Tyler Van Dyke. Remember the name. He'll be in New York City come December. Okay, all right. Tyler Van Dyke. Van Dyke. I'm writing that
0: down. Hey, if you if you are going to be if look, you're going to be what as, he did.
3: If if look at what as, he did when the King went down last year in six in six games, threw for three thousand yards and a, I don't know, fifteen touchdowns, a couple interceptions, and got ACC Rookie of the Year in half a season, brother. Okay, Just watch out for that kid. I beg I begged them to start him three years ago when they recruited him. Jared King is not a quarterback. He's an athlete. This Tyler Van Dyke is a quarterback, Tyler one of Van the best in the country. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Absolutely, Thanks, Tim. thank
0: you, Tim. Have a good one and have a great weekend, Tim from Round Rock. There, great call. We yes. appreciate it. five one two eight three four one zero two seven. If you would like to weigh in here on the bullpen, Patrick Osborne, born, Brandon Elkins, man.
2: That great was call. So great.
0: I hope. Well, you know, I hope he holds true to his word. He's going to call us in, call in for us. I'm in fact. Ready. Tim, you're still listening. Uh, we're going to hold you to that. Give us a call later on. Uh, later on in the season, we'll mm-hmm. wrap back around to what you said there at the end. We'll see. We'll Tyler see Van how Dyke. well your prediction came true. Tyler Van Dyke. I, uh, I can I, remember that. I, re- I respect his confidence. Absolutely. He did sound confident. He did that. He did. <laughs> so before we went to break, we were talking a little bit about uh, we, uh, Brittany Griner and her nine-year prison sentence over there in, in uh, Russia, where uh, Rocky Balboa traveled one time to beat Ivan Drago. I might mention.
2: I've heard that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so uh, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the nine-year sentence given to Brittany Griner, uh, quote, compounds the injustice she's gone through in Russia since her arrest earlier this year. He says it puts a spotlight on our very significant turn with Russia's legal system and the Russian government's use of wrongful detentions to advance its own agenda using individuals as political pawns. I, I, listen, man, she she tried to fly through Russia with THC. Yeah. It's I don't, against the law. I don't want to locked up over there, but it's i It's against a lot of flying on, out of know? America. I mean if you know play dumbass games, get dumbass prizes, right?
2: Yeah. And it, it just it just keeps bringing to the to the forefront just how hypocritical they are because yeah. they're fighting for something that they're calling injustice and wrong when again, just like I said yesterday, we're still it's still a schedule one drug here for reasons that are still un are factually unknown to anyone. Yeah.
0: Well, Russian Foreign Minister Sergey Lavrov uh, appears to confirm today that when he said Russia was ready to discuss a prisoner swap in private. Uh, now that Greiner has been convicted, I mean, that was really the impetus to, to getting this prisoner swap. Yep. So we may get uh, Greiner and uh, another guy swapped for a convicted arms dealer, which, you know, <laughs> yeah. sounds
2: legit. We just don't know how long it's going to take because yeah. this could take years. Yeah. And that's kind of scary at the same time.
0: Uh, and, and as we're on the topic of the NBA or, uh, basketball, uh, I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, did you hear what uh, Mike James out of the Euroleague, Garden guard of the Euroleague, James. had to say about Steph Curry? No. Would, where would you let rank me, Steph let Curry? Let me hear what
2: Mike James said.
0: Well, before they get into that, where would you rank Steph Curry among, uh, you know, the top in the league? Top? Would you rank him top three? Yeah, top one. Uh, I don't. I don't. Watch, I don't
2: follow the NBA enough to know that. Top three for sure. I would, I would say at least top five.
0: Not according to uh, Euro guard Euro League guard Mike James. Okay. Uh, he well, and let's back up here for a second. Here's here's what Steph Curry. He will the he willed the Warriors to an NBA championship. He hoisted the first ever Magic Johnson Western Conference Finals MVP, MVP trophy. Won the All Star Game MVP set the all-time three-pointer record, and earned his first NBA Finals MVP. Mm -hmm. And yet, guys like Mike James, they don't think he's much. Uh, James, of course, had some stints with the Suns, the Pelicans, the Nets. And uh, he spoke to the uh, Players' Choice podcast and shared a list of his current top five players in the NBA. And he says, Steph's not on it. had uh, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Joel Embiid, uh, Luka Doncic. And uh, I'm gonna well, try look. my best not to butcher this one. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. There we go. I was pretty close point. enough. Uh, yeah, I always have a, pro- I always have a problem with that name. <laughs> uh, so those are his top five. And I, I don't know how you could rank. Look, that oh. is a good top five. No, that was a great list, but without Curry on it, I think it's, it's, it's incomplete. It's, it
2: seems a bit wrong. Um, but look, Mike James is getting the 15 minutes of fame he wanted when he said this.
0: Yeah, I would assume because yeah. that's what he's looking for. We got another caller here. It looks oh. like. Uh, Northside Dave Uh wants to weigh in here on the offensive line. Northside Dave, what up, Dave? Happy Friday to you, my friend.
3: Hey, you know this is so awesome, Brandon. It's so good to hear you talk more. You know, and and Mister Osborne, I've been listening to you with traffic and news since I came out in in '93. KLBJ was the
2: first station I started listening to. All right. How much of his has has his voice changed since that day? Has What's his that? voice? Has his voice gotten deeper since that day? Only smoother, <laughs> like butter. Love it. Oh
3: you know, yeah,
2: there you go. He's I think that smooth, sensual, you know, voice. Oh. Hey, you got to come <laughs> up with a uh, you got to come up with a nickname for Patrick here.
0: Well, I'll tell you this: throughout most oh, of my yeah. career, it's been Golden Pipes, and I'm not, oh. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and toot my okay. own horn on that one. So you know, we'll give you that. Feel free.
2: I think that's a good one, GP.
0: So it says here, Dave, uh, that hey. uh, you want to chat a little offensive line. What, what what do you think? Yeah.
3: Bottom line, it comes down to this. Okay, we talked about the Vince Young when he won the era, the when he won a national championship, and the Colt McCoy national championship game. Yeah, uh, that was not a very good offensive line when they got to the national with Colt McCoy. But again, you look back at that offensive line with Chasey Stoddard and, and Playlock and Sedlock. You know, that's where you know it, it, that's where, you know, how they were able to pull that game up against USC. And that's what it comes down to. Got to get back to that level of play, and we can't fall behind like we've had in the last years. And I, I basically blamed that to the coaching staff that was there. These coaches that we had with Herman and and uh, Strong, they were not a good fit here. So anyway,
2: that's my two cents, guys. So what show I will be listening every day.
0: Well, before you go, before you go, where do you where do you rank this? Oh, well, we lost Northside Dave. All right, well, we will find out where you rank this this uh, this particular offensive line. Well, I'm sure we'll hear from Dave again. Dave's good people. Yes, he is. Dave is good people. Uh, So we got a few minutes left to go. Did you uh, you know what uh, Aaron Rodgers credits for uh, one of the greatest uh, seasons he's ever had in his life? I heard about this. I do.
4: He uh, he likes ayahuasca. I'd heard about ayahuasca, and, you know, I think there's so many uh, myths and rumors about it. The the fear around it is you're going to yourself. It's just a big throw-up fest. It's, you know, all these both not completely untrue. Right. But all these, but the negative framework of it is that that is the experience, not the deep and meaningful and crazy mind expanding possibilities and also deep self-love and healing that can, that can happen the other side. It was a, it was a very deep and meaningful couple nights ceremony. And I came back and knew that I was never going to be the same. And like you said, it it doesn't, you don't do that. And then for me, I didn't do that and think, Oh, I'm never playing football again. No, it, it gave, me a deep and meaningful appreciation for life. And my intention the first night going in was, I want to see what, I want to feel what pure love feels like. That was my intention. Oh man. And I did. Did he get it? I really did. Oh, he got it. I had a magical experience with the sensation of feeling a hundred different hands on my body, imparting a blessing of love. (laughs) And forgiveness for myself, and gratitude for this life from what seemed to be my ancestors. His ancestors,
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, I've never heard of football. A hundred on. different hands. It's like he's he started to talk like a combination, across between like uh, Joe Rogan and Timothy Leary here. Now, or look, something. that is
2: a very terrifying experience. I, I've DMT. I've, I've seen well ayahuasca. I've 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 seen people. Uh, participate into that. That is something that I probably will never come close to, but I've heard it's pretty intense and pretty insane in that aspect. But, man, that just
0: – good for him. Yeah, good wh- for you. Whatever
2: whatever helps your mental state, hey, man. Hey,
0: well, you know, there is a precedent. Never forget that Doc Ellis in, uh, what was it, 1970, hero. picked a hero. No hero high on LSD. Anything's hero. possible if you put your mind to it, right? Or <laughs> expand your mind, as hey, it man. were. That's it for us today. That's it for us this week. I'm Patrick Osborne. He's what a Brandon great week, man. Well Thank done. You. Thank you guys so much for joining yes. us. We'll be back with you on Monday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Make sure you stick around later on this afternoon. Ed and Beto coming up. And uh, they'll have a whole lot more, probably a lot more Longhorn talk as well. Oh, you know it. Thanks for joining us. That's it for us on the bullpen. We'll see you Monday.